0: Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue has famously proposed moving the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, or NIFA, out of Washington. He says more than 100 entities from around the nation have expressed interest in hosting it. A former NIFA director isn't so sure that's a good idea, with why not Sonny Ramaswamy. He's now president of the Northwest Commission on Colleges and Universities. Mr. Ramaswamy, good to have you on.
1: Yeah. Good morning.
0: I'm going to start at the beginning, and I've covered government for 27 years, but I'm not precisely sure what the National Institute of Food and Agriculture does. Why don't we start there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. So the National Institute of Food and Agriculture (NIFA), as we call it, uh, is the is the federal agency vested with the authority and responsibility to support the best science uh, in, uh, in to protect the interests of our farmers and livestock producers, and certainly our consumers as well, because the breadth of things that uh, the agency supports is everything from production agriculture, all the way to nutrition and obesity issues, uh, to children's and youth and family issues. So it really covers the waterfront.
0: And give us a sense of the structure of the agency. How large is it? How many people work there? Do they operate laboratories? And do they already have multiple locations besides the D.C. area?
1: The agency itself. Uh, uh, when I left, um, you know, I, I left back in uh, May of uh, 2018. May 5th was my last day. At that time, when I left, the agency has, uh, you know, approximately about 400 uh, full-time equivalents. And what does that what that means is we can have up to 400 people uh, working for the organization. Uh, but over the last uh, few years, after I came on board as the director, and I was appointed by President Obama. Into the position. After I came on board, we really uh, looked at it and we became a sort of a lean, mean fighting machine, and uh, we reduced our footprint quite a bit. And uh, so we hovered around uh, uh, between about 320 and 350 uh, uh, individuals that work for the agency. So it's approximately that number. There are no laboratories, there is no science or research that's undertaken by the uh, staff. What the staff does is to provide funding. So first of all, the uh, what NIFA does is to convene conversations. And the conversations are done in Washington, D.C. and across America as well. And, and the convening is critically important because we want to know what it is that the end users of the knowledge that's going to be generated uh, want. And so the convening is a critically important part of it. And that also brings together, by the way, other federal agencies such as the National Science Foundation, the National Institutes of Health, Environmental Protection Agency, DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects, et cetera. All of these come together in these convenings, and, and there's a collaborative effort to develop uh, priorities. And, uh, and the priorities also come to us through the Farm Bill, as you probably know, and from the White House itself, from the Office of Science and Technology Policy, and from the Secretary of Agriculture. All of this is brought together, and then funding that is appropriated uh, it's in the neighborhood of around 1.5 plus billion dollars. Uh, uh, that money is uh, deployed, and uh, and it's provided to you know all comers, and and you know obviously the academic community, particularly the land grant universities, and across America or the, the ones that uh, get uh, the bulk of the funding. But really, it's all comers, you know, private universities, uh, non-university institutions, private, you know, non-governmental organizations, uh, small companies, etc. All of that, uh, is, the funding is provided. And when once the, the science is undertaken, and the knowledge is generated uh, through, you know, foundational discoveries and things like that, uh, that knowledge is not, you know, unlike all other agencies in the government, federal government. The the science that uh, NEFA supports, that knowledge needs to be put to work in support of uh, society, and NEFA's role really is about changing the human condition, and whether it's uh, sure. hunger or poverty or obesity or issues related to climate change or uh, you know the diminishing land and water resources and things like that. So that gives you sort of a a, you know, a thumbnail sketch of the kinds of things that uh, NIFA does.
0: We're speaking with Sonny Ramaswamy, former director of NIFA, the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. And so therefore, why does it need to stay in Washington or why should it not leave the D.C. area?
1: Yeah, well, there's there's multiple reasons. I mean, first of all, you know, uh, the rationale that was uh, proposed uh, back in August by the secretary, uh, Sonny Purdue. Uh, You know my former boss, uh, because I worked for him as well for about a year and a half in the Trump administration before I left. um, The rationale used was, uh, you know, essentially one that the agency could not uh, attract and retain personnel, that the agency that they could save money by moving it out. And uh, I, you know, I've stated this before. I think that's based on a false premise. What I mean by the false premise is really that uh, Sonny Perdue uh, himself uh, basically did not approve my repeated requests to fill positions. So as you probably know, as since you've covered the federal government uh, for quite some time, uh, in the federal government, as in the private sector and other sectors as well, there's a natural ebb and flow of uh, personnel. So the turnover rate in the government uh, within the U.S. Department of Agriculture, within NEFA itself, is around 5 to 6% per year. And so one can look at it this way, that uh, over five years, about a third of the personnel turns over. And this is because people retire or leave for whatever reason or die or whatever happens. And so there is a sort of a natural uh, flow to this. Five to six years, you've got about a third will be replaced. And we were on that track, and... Uh, so we put together a compelling rationale and it was denied, denied again, denied yet again. And, and you know, it was basically, um, uh, you know, Steve Sensky, the deputy and others were involved in this uh, as well. Basically, we're told we couldn't fill these positions. And So, so in other
0: words, you, you had the faced extinction by attrition.
1: You got it. You got it. That's a great way of saying it. Extinction by attrition. And now... So that's why I say it's a false premise. If you prevent me from even filling the positions, how can you say that I'm not attracting people? And in fact, if you look at, actually, uh, go, you know, dig deep into the HR files for 2016, 2017, uh, and 2018, early part of 2018, you'll see that, indeed, that was the situation. Also, in terms of uh, people applying, we were, you know, for positions, for scientific positions, we would get maybe about 100, 120, 130 uh, applications coming in. And for the IT-type positions and uh, policy types and uh, accounting types and all that, I kid you not, we would get about 1,000 applications. And I hired, I attracted, recruited, and hired top scientists from uh, the academic community, some of the top universities in America, and uh also from the private sector uh, uh, i hired really outstanding scientists and uh so that was a false premise the second part you know that they claim is oh you're going to save money well the the cost to tear down and then rebuild is going to be very significant yeah sure if you move the organization to agency to kansas city or Des Moines, Iowa, or, you know, out in the hinterland, Fargo, North Dakota, uh, sure, you may be able to, you know, uh, c- cut some costs, personnel costs, but I'll tell you what, you're going to be hard-pressed to attract the best and brightest to Fargo, North Dakota, and other places, okay? Sure. Number two, number two about Washington, D.C., the rationale for why it needs to stay there. I talked about the convenings that uh, take place, where... It is a one-government approach where all the agencies come together, have these conversations. And my staff was involved in developing some amazing, amazing collaborative investments. Uh, For example, uh, you know, we've heard about agriculture where it's all now very high-tech. You know, we use robots and drones and smart systems and things like that. That wouldn't have happened if we're out in Fargo, North Dakota, and – it happened because NIFA is in Washington D.C. and we're able to engage in conversations with those uh, agencies, and, and brought absolutely the most fantastic uh, uh, knowledge and, and money. You know, for every dollar that NIFA invests, we were uh, leveraging five to ten dollars from the other agencies as well, and that's going to disappear.
0: Sonny Ramaswamy is former director of the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, now president of the Northwest Commission on Colleges and Universities. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Thank you very much.
0: All right. Thank, thank you. you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet.